Hi everyone. <laughs> Hello. Oh, hello everybody. Um, oh my gosh, Sarah has the, the <laughs> Sarah has the giggles, guys. <laughs> I have the giggles. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if this is possible. It's probably all in my head, but um first of all, welcome to the Mother Days. <laughs> I was working all morning and my neck and shoulders were killing me. And so I used this um, THC CBD oil that you put on uh, your neck and it was my first time using it and it came from this company that I was like a little worried about using just because one time Eric gave me like one of their um, like little tablets for pain relief when I had like a crazy like crazy PMS and I felt like my whole body turned to liquid and melted into the bed and I was like freaking out. (laughs) Oh my god! I'm so so sensitive, you guys. I can't. I can't even take like a Tylenol PM. I will sleep for 16 hours. So we think um, she's high. I just put. (laughs) I think I'm high (laughs) off of body oil. Is it possible? Someone write us and tell us if this is possible. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table, settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. Think of all that cash back on those overpriced kombuchas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cash back credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cash back? Uh, splurge on some fancy champagne with the gals or order fine dining to the house and watch a good true crime doco. Whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Or maybe it's the placebo effect, so just enjoy it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sitting here, I'm like, my body's a little hot. It's freezing where I am. I'm like wearing a blanket. I'm a little hot, I'm a little sweaty. And then also I'm having trouble like putting my thoughts together. I was like, this is going to be this is a gonna great be episode. <laughs> I remember when we were writing our book, I've told you this story before. Oh my God. We were writing The Zen Mama's Guide to Finding Your Path Through Pregnancy, Birth and Beyond. Or is it Rhythm? No, this one was it's Path. Rhythm. It started with Path. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. Because we wrote <laughs> Finding Our Path first and then we got an That's American right. publisher and then they changed it to Finding Your Rhythm. So whatever That's works right. for you guys, Path, Rhythm. Take it or leave it, whatever. Anyway, I'm in this huge ass trailer and we're driving around America and I'm Mm -hmm. writing the book in my notes and I'm like, chapter seven. And I was writing about something crazy. (laughs) And then Mark's Mm -hmm. like, oh, you should have a little pick me up. And I was like, oh, what? And it was this um, like natural, I don't know where it comes from, but it's Kratom. Anyway, Mark swears by it. It's like one of his favorite things to have. And I was like, okay, whatever. Can't be that bad. Took this little like (laughs) sip from this vial and he's like, yeah, just knock it back. And all of a sudden I was like, 
I'm on another planet, I'm freaking out, I can't breathe, all the colours were coming into me. I was like, oh, my God, because I didn't experiment with drugs as a kid. Like I did no. not. I saw people same. in my family get taken down by drugs. So I was like, yes, I'm not going to take anything. When all my friends are out going like party, mm-hmm. drugs and all that, I was like, nope, nope, nope. Like I definitely smoked a bit of weed a little bit, but yeah. that was it. So even this yep. little thing of kratom, knocked me for six I'm like shaking and rocking in the front seat like make it stop make it stop make it stop like really thought I was gonna die and I tell that story to people because Mark can have kratom and it helps sort of take the edge off of like his day yeah and he's like loves it swears by it he has his kratom tea when we're in America because you can't have it here in Australia we're a little behind here in Australia um and he (laughs) made me have it and I'm like never again I will never, ever, Mm-mm. ever, ever. I'm so sensitive. I'm like, oh, you. yeah. Same. I will never take one of those tablets again. I swore that my, my insides were liquid and melting into the bed, <laughs> just fully. <laughs> I was like, I tried to get up and I was like, oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> like a just little like a blo- puddle. Yeah. A puddle of sand. Eric was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> He's like, there's hardly any THC in this. <laughs> I am so afraid of losing like, control Ooh. as well. Like same. the idea that like my mind oh. just runs away. I have this big fear that it will never yes. return to me. It'll never be yeah. normal. Mm-hmm. It'll forever be yeah. ruined. So I think that makes my experience worse because I can't just like let go and enjoy it. I'm like, I'm never coming back from this. I'm going to have dreams. Like, drug induced schizophrenia like I get really panicky anyway same here there we go well we're really excited today because we are starting a whole new segment and it is called ask us anything um so anything at all anything at all so we're gonna be putting out um a little question box every now and then on our instagram uh, at the Mother Days podcast. So if you're following us, then um, we'll put out a little question and you guys can, um, we'll say, ask us anything. And then you can put in your questions and then we will answer them on the pod. On the party. Um, by the way, <laughs> I live in Australia yes. and everyone always asks about snakes and spiders. And I live on a 10 acre land. On a 10 acre yeah. land. I live on a 10 acre land. <laughs> <laughs> Have I been the Are one that high? took the THC? <laughs> I'm just high from life, uh, girl. I'm high from life. She's like, oh. she's getting what's it called when you get like a oh, contact. Like You're sympathy. getting a contact high. Sympathy high. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. So funny. Um, but the other day I was like, I told you about pet snail Gary. So oh, Poet yeah. really wants the pet snail to have a friend. So I was out, it had rained and I was like, oh, I'm going to go find oh, Gary. And I found this long slug thing thing really long slug thing and I was like oh well, maybe that can be friends with Gary and I can just chuck this weird long slug thing in the aquarium I go closer it is not a weird long slug thing it <gasps> is a juvenile eastern brown snake just in the water like one of the most poisonous snakes in all the land stop like, it insanely <gasps> venomous and it was a juvie. So it was really, it was quite small. That's why I thought it was this long slug. And I went to oh it and God. I was like, oh my God, girls, get back. Because I saw it had the black little head, which is like the marking oh to say it's the very, very poisonous snake. It was right by our back door. 
And no. Poet's like, where's its mummy? And I was like, I oh don't know. Gosh. Great question. Where is its mummy? Hopefully <laughs> hope, not hope looking it's at nowhere me. Be, yeah. Hopefully not in my laundry room. So. Exactly. It was like, <laughs> oh, my God. So then um, I start sort of, I no. poked it a little bit because it did look dead. So I was like, okay. okay. And I saw some punch marks dead, on right? it. Like, no, I, there was some blood speckles on it. And it was just sort of uh, in this okay. weird puddle. And I was like, okay, it's either drowned or something's got to it. But then immediately I started thinking, my cat. My cat catches mice <gasps> all the time. Like the time oh I let God. the mouse go out of its mouth because I was feeling sorry for this suffering creature. And I was like, go be free, mouse. With all its like damage, it probably died later, like a really slow and painful <laughs> death in the bush somewhere. But anyway, How I thought I was doing the right you. vegan thing. Um, <laughs> so I found this snake and then immediately was like, oh, crap. My cat has probably found this thing and has been playing with it. And then I was like, oh where's gosh. Aslan? So I started looking for him. He's in the bush, like dead asleep, but did actually look dead. So I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. So then my day yesterday was grabbing the cat and taking it to the vet and then having to sit oh, through no. all these tests to see if it got bitten because a baby snake oh. pumps all its venom and doesn't can't hold off the venom. So it yeah. pumps a whole lot. So it's even more deadly apparently. Um, oh. And the vet was like, oh, my God, the blood's not clotting properly and we're going to have to do these big tests. Like $3,000 later, they're like, thousand dollars. Oh, he's fine. Thousands. He's fine. Yeah, he's yeah, fine. Yeah. Didn't get didn't get a bite. Must have been didn't like the bite. crows or something. I was like, cool, fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. Like looking at my really bank great. account, like hyperventilating. Like, but there we go. The joys of living in the Adelaide Hills, guys. That is the <sighs> worst too when you're at the vet and they're like, okay, so we just need a credit card to hold just like, you know, just like a $2,000 <laughs> deposit. <laughs> and you're like, like oh my, what? Is that the deposit? <laughs> so how much is the bill? But like, <laughs> mm, right. Is this like a thing where it's like a retainer and maybe you're going to use a little bit, but not no. all of it. And it's like, is it no, really we're going to use all necessary? of it. And then there's going to be more on top of that. <laughs> oh my God. I know the vet was like, oh dear. <laughs> You know, this first test doesn't look good. And then, of course, they're like four hours like, oh, the second <sighs> test came back fine. I was like, what totally is happening? Fine. You're like, Did we do this on thanks. purpose? What? <laughs> anyway, slow, it's fine. Slow day at the vet clinic. Uh, yeah, I thanks know. a lot, guys. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, fun, fun, fun. Um, all right, as you guys know, we are we are busy mums. We are dog mums, business mums, performance mums, school board mums. Life gets Hectic. That's why we rely on our tried and tested go-tos to alleviate some of the chaos. NerdWallet helps you by maximizing your everyday spending, whether it's groceries for the week, drinks with friends, or a nice family meal. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. I mean, come on, guys. Think of all the cash back that you're going to get on those kombuchas, on those frozen pizzas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? Uh, a silent meditation retreat in Peru, a sweat lodge in India, whatever it is. 
Make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all credit cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. All right, guys, we are a couple of tired mummers and all we do is crave a spa day and we deserve it. We always end up putting ourselves down the very bottom of our to-do list. We jump from one activity to the next and we're always meeting the needs of everyone else around us. I think it is time for a little self-pampering. This Mother's Day, make every day a spa day for all the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. It's a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature, uplifting, all-natural citrusy scent. I think the greatest and most thoughtful gifts are the gifts that you actually like love yourself, something that you use on yourself. And I love using the Mega Moisture Duo. It makes my skin so glowy. It's like super hydrating, firming, smells amazing. When I give my kids a hug after a bath, they're like, you smell so good. (laughs) It is my absolute favorite gift and such a great gift for Mother's Day. Yes. Folding in self-care is a moment to practice mindfulness. It's self-love. It's compassion. And we all know if you run your battery flat, it's harder to recharge. A consistent body care routine promotes healthy, glowing skin and also supports your mental health. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOTHERDAYS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOTHERDAYS for 10% off. All right, let's jump in here with these questions. I have one from Alex. Okay. Thank you from uh, Alex. She gave us a little DM. Um, she asks, what do the kids do if you're not there at nighttime for bedtime or do you put them down and then leave? Okay, so is this, mm. I guess this is like, let's say you have a date night or you're going out, yeah. you have a babysitter coming in. I have had to do this recently because the Fringe Festival is on here in Adelaide and I'm a going out every night. Yeah, um, you are, girl. <laughs> well, yes, not you quite, are. but twice, you, you twice love a week it. I go out. I love the Fringe. I love the Fringe. <laughs> I come down I to know. Adelaide because of the Fringe. It's so fun. It's oh, vibrant. There's shows so on. And sometimes you just don't know what you're going to get. Anyway, so I've had to do this a couple of times. What I tend to do, so sat, this Saturday night I'm doing it again, but I've booked dinner from 5.30 p.m. so that I'm home by bedtime because I always mm. find bedtime is where the kids get a little bit more sensitive if mum and dad aren't there, yeah. especially the yeah. baby. Prairie really needs to nurse down to sleep. That is her thing. Um, yeah. However, if that's not possible, what we generally do is – I'll have, if I have a sitter coming in, I'll make sure that Poet, who's also one that can get quite sensitive at nighttime, gets to sleep in Big Brother's bed. And I know this isn't possible for oh, everyone, but Bodhi so knows. Cute. Yeah, Bodhi knows it's his job. If we have a sitter, it's his job to have Forrest and Poet in his bed. And he's got a double top 
bunk bed. So it's actually a little bit exciting for the kids to be able to sleep up top in the double bed and Poet has to be in the middle for safety reasons. And he knows that he reads the book and he's sort of in charge of helping the others go down to sleep. And then if I hear good reports from the babysitter, like, oh, Bodie was so helpful, um, I'll always give him like a special treat and he gets to pick what that is. Maybe that's an extra 30 minutes on devices because we've really cut that down now. It's only on the weekends mm-hmm. and only gets an hour a day. Or it might be like going out for an ice cream or, you know, playing a game of Splatoon with mum or whatever it is. Um, yeah. We incentivize Bodie to help create sort of a comfortable and nurturing environment when we're away. I'm lucky in that I always have a babysitter plus my mum because my Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. My baby Prairie is she's not is she a baby? She's a year and a half. Can I still say baby? I'm gonna say I baby. mean I'm still calling winter the baby. Okay, but my baby, my little baby. Um, I know. She she's very attached to my mum. In fact her like order of attachment is like me, then my mom, then Mark. So <laughs> she loves her dad, but she Aww. loves my mom the most yes. of the two of them. Yeah. So we always make sure that if we have a babysitter coming on uh, over, I say to mom, like, you're on prairie, you walk her around in the pram, she gets to sleep in the pram and I'll let my mom use a dummy. We weaned prairie off a dummy uh, when she was one and she only had it for night times from like eight months to one. I don't know why it got introduced at eight months, but I think it was help. I was working on a TV show and I think the babysitters really <laughs> use the dummy to help them get her to I sleep. I love those things. Pacifier in America. Um, so I've kept one that we don't use unless mum needs it in emergencies. So sometimes she'll use that and help soothe her and she'll still use all the same things that we use as comfort. So for instance, we have this one song that we play every night, it's an OM, it's the extended OM um, by, let me look it up. I know, oh, here we go. Chanting the sacred, <laughs> chanting the sacred mantra OM. You can hear this, guys. Oh. It's really nice, isn't it? It's quite, um, yeah, it feels really I good. I copyright. Am I allowed to play this? <laughs> anyway, probably shout not. Out to so we have insurance. <laughs> There we go. Shout out to Music for Deep Meditation. I've been listening to the same thing on repeat since Bodhi was a baby. So we'll put that on and then the babysitter, my mum, they help just sort of recreate the same environment as we do at nighttime. And then sometimes I'll get home at 10 o'clock and I'll have to re-put children to sleep, but that's okay. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that's amazing. And by by the way, having having your mom there is so awesome because they have like one familiar person that's always there and then you know a babysitter who I think sometimes it just is like a little unsettling when they're not there all the time you know Um, that's why you've got a good with Sonia I feel like it's so good that you have Sonia because that's their consistent that's their other comfort person which is so so nice have you ever had to rely on a babysitter that they don't know that well 
Yes, I've had I had babysitters in like rotation before Sonia came on and before um, she was on, you know, more full time. And Mm -hmm. um, it was definitely different, you know, and I was more nervous and anxious every time because, you know, some of my um, babysitters were more consistent and I got on with them really well. And I felt like why I really loved them. And then um, there were some people that I'd be like, oh, I'm really, you know, desperate. And like, do you have a referral Mm -hmm. or whatever and then I'd meet the person and then it just always made me nervous but um, I think if you have somebody that you you know really love and trust then you know your kids are going to feel comfortable with them and it's just nice to be able to get into a little bit of a routine with somebody and for us uh, when we are putting kids down at night I do tend to like I love five o'clock dinner even if you're like hey I want to go grab like a couple's dinner I'm like cool can we do five o'clock because we want (laughs) to be in bed at eight (laughs) o'clock well eric goes to sleep at literally 8 30 p.m he's dead to the world isn't he oh i think it's like 7 30 i'm not kidding he's like in bed before any of us you know that's so healthy actually it's so good and he's up early in the morning like five something doing sauna and so you know he's out of sauna and cold plunge by the time we're all waking up so he's like gone to bed early and gets up early and it's he like he does so the, well with a routine i feel like he's a, the that's sort right. that would like stick to his routine like that type a i'm doing it i've yep. got my thing yep. and that's amazing but yep. then you can plan accordingly so which is good yeah for sure so when we go out at night um or when i've gone out at night and I'm going to miss bedtime, um, Sonia ends up getting everybody to bed. So it's different Mm -hmm. every time. And I think there is something to, you know, if you've done um, naps on the fly and it's not consistently in one place or you've done, you know, bedtimes where you're like traveling and stuff like that, um, there is something to it not being exactly the same every single night um, so that when you do have to be gone for bedtime, it's not super jarring so mm-hmm. you know sometimes like I would sing songs to the kids or Eric would sing songs to the kids um, sometimes we'll do stories sometimes I'll tell stories sometimes we'll be split up sometimes we're all together so it's not like act like exactly the same um, but when Sonia's putting them down she actually still rocks winter in a carrier and then lays her down oh. and has a whole sleep mix and like oh. the sleep mix of music I can't I think I feel like like John Bon Jovi is one of the songs or something. I feel like and, she should play um, your songs. Let's do a plug. <laughs> she does. Let's do a Sarah Olsen plug here with your album. Yeah, there we go. Um, thank you. Uh, but she plays the song and then it came on the radio one time and Winter was like, oh, that's my song that Sonia puts me to sleep with. Oh, <laughs> we're cute. like, oh, yeah, which is really cute. And so and then Wyatt and Esme usually sleep in my bed until I get home. So um, anyway, so if you're a co-sleeper, then that's, you know, a way that we do it. And I would end up moving the kids to their own beds once I'm Mm -hmm. home and then, um, you know, probably feeding winter like the moment that I get into the bed because she'll wake up a little bit and then I give her a little milk and then she goes back to sleep. So anyway, I hope that helps. Um, Should we read another question? Yes. Yes. You go for it. Okay. Emily Lauren was asking about fashion um, in postpartum. So I was actually 
I always like to think of like fashion and, you know, clothes and like comfort of feeling postpartum and while you're pregnant of trying to like have as little waste as possible. So Mm -hmm. um, buying things that you can wear in pregnancy or maybe things that are already in your closet, like dresses that fit you that are flowy and comfortable, like light cottons and things that are breathable um, that you can also wear over in postpartum. But one of my favorite things to do um, during pregnancy is to get one really cozy PJ set um, or really cozy lounge set that I save for postpartum that I get to like put on during that time. My other postpartum tip is um, go ahead and get yourself one pair of jeans that is the size that you are or maybe a little bit, you know, snug in postpartum. So like, I'm not saying two weeks postpartum, but just like somewhere in that range, because, you know, it Mm -hmm. takes everybody a different amount of time. But like, so I ended up buying a size jeans that were like two to three sizes larger than the jeans that are in my bin shoved into the garage that's going like, I'm not touching those for another two years, right? So that's just me. I know I can't fit into those for like probably a year and a half, two years. So I ended up getting myself a pair of jeans that were a few sizes bigger than my normal jeans, but pulling those on and buttoning them and throwing on a cozy sweater or shirt or whatever it is with that feels so good. It just feels good to have a pair of pants that fit instead of trying to Mm -hmm. like shove yourself into something that's like your body's not ready for. And why would it be? It took you all this time to grow this baby inside of you. And the reason why you might be, you know, right in postpartum in the first few months and the first like six months to a year, we carry a lot of extra, you know, fat, water weight, lots of stuff like that fluid when you're breastfeeding. Um, So, you know, I feel like we're so hard on ourselves. And I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, I left the hospital and just pulled up my jeans and I'm like not me like that never happened <laughs> I feel like Nowhere that kind near. of happened first time around and then I was in for With such me? a no but I was oh, saying you. for oh, me you. like yes. yes I'd lost it so quickly and I was like oh this is just so the fast. way it goes and then like second time around I was like well I'm in for a rude awakening like here I was yeah. I haven't bought anything that fits me and I was explaining to Sarah before I was like I would just try so hard to get my old jeans on and I'd be like oh my god nothing's no. fitting me and then I'd get sad about no. it um mm-hmm. but I I found I mean the Every time I have a baby, which seems like all the time, it takes me longer and longer and longer to get back to my what I call my default shape. I have a default shape, which is the shape where like – I'm not on a diet. I'm just sort of, oh, right now I'm doing 16-8 intermittent fasting, which is not a diet and I can eat whatever I want and I do it in an eight-hour period and I bloody love it. Amazing. And I've just got down to like what I think is my default size. Um, got it. I'm just so loving it. Anyway, um, I will say that one of the things that I did this last time round was it's quite in fashion-wise right now. Um, you should never ask me for fashion tips, but I do know it's in right now. <laughs> um, it is like, uh, you know, those suit – see, I can't – I don't even know how to describe it. The top and the pants match, like the, the matching uh, sets are in, like yes. little pattern matching sets. And oftentimes yes. they have a really good wide elastic around yeah. the waist so you can either pull them down to your 
hips so you can pull them up over your pooch mm-hmm. um, and they they're often like v-neck and they're yeah. buttoned up so you can whip out the boob yep. when you need to do breastfeeding yep. and so there's that Cozy. easy access but it also sort of hangs and hides anything you want to be hidden which is great and then you can continue yes. wearing it like when your body does go back to the way that maybe it was pre or maybe it will never go back that way it just is like will work for you no matter what size you are so because they look really cool right. slouchy as well and oversized so I, I think the the matching suits are quite a good option as well I love that and I love the flowy dresses like that you you know wore maybe during pregnancy yeah. those just transfer over so well um, during postpartum time and um, I just happen to be like a person who loves jeans I just love to throw on a pair of jeans and a sweater and that's just my favorite coziest thing ever so that's why I have the jeans tip because um, I gave like you know my first two babies I was like just trying so hard to get back into my jeans and the last time I was like why have I not bought a pair of jeans that are like two or three sizes bigger Mm -hmm. and you know just put those on and see how it feels and it was amazing and it made me so happy and I was like great these are my default jean I'm wearing them every day for a year (laughs) and um and it was great so anyway that is my that's my tip um, also I will tell you that, um, oh my gosh, what is the, I was just trying to remember the brand. Um, there is, uh, what is it called? Airy, you know, like American Eagle, Airy, mm. Airy American Eagle. Do you know what I'm talking about? The you American never Eagle asked brand? me about fashion things, Sarah. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> anyway, they make, um, a really cozy bra that you don't clip on it's just like a throw-on bra and um it's super soft and that i love that bra and i also love the bimbi and roy yeah the bimbi and roy i love those bras i wore those during pregnancy does anyone want postpartum (laughs) they're so good bimbi and roy those are amazing they're so Um, good for breastfeeding because you can just whoop whip out the boob as well so exactly so good for breastfeeding um and then yeah i everybody knows that I love Doan and Christy Dawn and those things. So oh, yeah. um, they and have you amazing look dresses. so amazing. I gotta say, like you are the perfect model for Christy Dawn. Every time I see you in that <laughs> stuff, I'm like, I need Thanks. it all, all of it. And I know I won't look like Sarah, but it doesn't matter. It's still cool. Stop it. <laughs> um, all right, you want to give us our next question? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna do. Oh, why? Wait. Where did it go? Here. I'm ro- I'm scrolling back to our questions. Here we go. Perfect. Um, there's one about travel, which. Uh, you and I have both done. So this is from Susanna. Could you please share any tips on traveling abroad with young ones? She's doing a trip from Sydney to the UK with a three-year-old and a 15-month-old. Oh, God. It's my first time traveling with kids and I have no (laughs) clue what I'm doing. I say, oh, God, the 15-month-old because I have been traveling extensively with my One to two year old, like in that bracket, I find it the hardest time to travel. I know. Because it is. they're not quite old enough to be distracted by the TV, which you want to be able to put the TV on, you want to be able to shove an iPad in That's their right. face and be like, go for mm-hmm. gold, mate. 
But when they're that age, they're like sort of put the headphones on for a minute and then they want to kind of take them off and play with them and pull the plug out and put the plug back in. And then they get fussy about all sorts of little things. And then they want to run up and down the aisles. Like it's just such a busy, busy time. And they just don't care about TV at that age, or at least mine never did. So Mm -mm. I do find that challenging. Um, One thing I will say is I just am going to look up the name of the, um, the brand here for scooter bags. This is for oh, the, the, the scooter this bags. This is the best gift you ever gave me was these scooter bags. They're so good. I'm telling you. All right. So I discovered such a this. Game changer. They are such a game changer. So my friend, Christiani Diagon, she told me about these scooter bags that her kids had because she would travel all the time all over the world with her yeah. kids. And so she would get them from age three and up. And I know you said you have a three-year-old. Um, so there's lots of different brands. Um the one that I'm loving right now, it's called Kitty Totes, K-I-D-D-I-E-T-O-T-E-S. You buy it from Amazon, the Kitty Totes hard shell ride-on scooter case. So basically I have gone through a few different brands. And in fact, Sarah, the brand that I bought you, that was mm-hmm. kind of the first brand. I think it's called Zinc Flight. However, yeah, I have those. it's kind of hard to put them up and put them down. It's not as easy. Very hard. Yeah, it's not as <laughs> yes. easy as this other <laughs> brand I found, which sort of I believe might be a bit of a ripoff of the Zinc Flight because yeah. they have similar colors and characters. And by the way, I'm not affiliated with any of these brands. But so not I've moved on to Kitty Totes because what you need when you're traveling is when you're there mm-hmm. with your kids and you're trying to put stuff in the overhead, it's going to be fast. You've got to be able to grab the bag, click it down, put up That's the scooter right. part and shove it over the top. So I found with and the not, other ones. not be like sweating, yeah, like sweating, trying, like trying to put it down so and just like. hard <gasps> to figure how out how to get work? it. Yes, exactly. And so <laughs> I got so over that. And in fact, Mark broke a couple of them because he would be so frustrated in the moment. He would put too much effort <laughs> into it and they like would that. snap and break. And I'm like, oh, God. So we went with Kitty Totes, which has a little lever that you press and the scooter bit just clicks right back up in and they zoom through the airport. So you don't have to worry about pulling them along on, you know, one of, I can't remember the name of that brand where like they sit on the trunky, I think it is. They sit on it and you're having to pull them along. You actually, they're just completely independent and they're off scooting and then you put it in the overhead. It is such a game changer. So I recommend that everyone gets it. And I can't tell you over the years, how many people have stopped us with kids when we're in an airport and said, where did yep. you get them from? Oh, my I know. God. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, we always feel very popular in the airport. And people get a kick out of it too. They do. When, like, we write, oh when we're all together and like all of our kids, I'll have to put this video up for this episode, but when all of our kids are scootering through the airport together and yes. it's like the every single person is turning their head being like, wait, like, what? What, <laughs> what is, is that happening? Where did you get yeah. it from? And the lights yeah. on the wheels with the kitty totes ones, uh, they light up as well, which is really cute. So, so that's cute. another little uh, added thing. I've moved moved on to the Mr. Plum bags for Bodhi, which is sort of an adult sized one. It's a lot heavier Mm. and I feel like a bit clunkier. But anyway, back to the 15 month old. Oof, girl. Okay. I um, have traveled a lot on my own with all four of them, just including just a couple of months ago. And Prairie, 
I have got to bring the baby carrier. So that's the thing. Mm. She will not, she's too like distracted to go on the boob and fall asleep at nap time. And that for me is the hardest part when they're getting tired and they're on the plane. Gosh, especially if you don't time it out right. And they're strapped into their little seatbelt on the way up or the Mm -hmm. way down. You got to be really diligent to make sure that they have had a good nap right before takeoff or they're asleep on takeoff, you do not want a tired and cranky baby while you're waiting to take off because everyone around you is going to be like, oh, no, like we're in for it. So what I try to do (laughs) is I either get her to sleep in the carrier right before or I have had her sleep in the airport, like in the pram, And I know that she's not due for a nap for another couple of hours. So that way I can keep her distracted with things like um, I buy those little activity packs in the airport so that she's never seen it before. And so it's just new and exciting and there's crayons and there's stickers and there's little things that you can get from any of the news agents. Um, And she'll be really interested in that. I'll bring a couple of little toys in her backpack Um, And then like little sort of sensory things. So I've got this like widget toy with like little locks and things and it's quite small and compact so I can put it in my bag and she can fiddle around with that. Um, Every kid has an iPad for travel. So I have their own headphone, their own iPad with educational apps that they can go on themselves and they don't need me to be like, organizing it right. all and it's very important to make sure you have apps and tv shows that are 100 percent downloaded onto your <laughs> ipad so you don't need wi-fi because a lot of the games That's you need right. wi-fi so find mm-hmm. like no wi-fi needed educational games and yes. download them and then my other huge hot tip is pack a snack bag a whole bag of an array of snacks, different snacks, exciting snacks, like so many because they will keep kids entertained when they're watching their iPads or they're watching the movies. They're going to be interested in all the different types of snacks that you brought. So like go big or go home. We cannot go on a flight without a whole massive, sometimes we have like almost another wheel on bag filled with snacks and it just makes the time fly because they're not like I'm hungry I need this I want you know you're just there and you're like woo creative with all these different ideas these little lunch boxes Sarah what about you tell me is there anything that you have as a must-have when you travel well all of those things that you just said are amazing and I have to concur with all of it and um, I will also just add really quickly that there's a stroller that I loved if you need a stroller um, if you're going to be somewhere where you're having to like constantly run around and you feel like that's something you want the the yo-yo stroller by Baby Zen goes in the overhead um, bin and it's awesome it's like super easy to fold up Um, I'm more of a carrier girl so I use the Artipop carrier and um Still to this day, I carry winter in a carrier. And there was another question from uh, Malo Cup, I think is one is your handle. And she said, on top of the traveling, um, how do you split up the, you know, the duties between partners? And I think a carrier is a really great way to do that. It's like Mm -hmm. your partner can also carry the baby. 
and um, or you can do, you know, carry the baby. Your partner can pack a bunch of the snacks. Like my husband loves to pack the snacks. And his thing is that we do, we set the rice cooker. I know this is going to sound crazy. Okay. But this is our go-to airplane food. And this is my hot tip. So we set the rice cooker to go off in the morning and it has Japanese like white rice in there. And I fill um, a little container with the white rice. Mm -hmm. And then separately, I bring um, a thing of, I'm not vegan. So we have uh, the Patagonia salmon. So Patagonia Provisions has these like salmon packs. And so we bring salmon we bring uh, a side of seaweed and we bring the rice and then that's our meal for the airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't and have we to all have the share it. Food. That's right. And then we have these little bento boxes. So we'll pack. So Eric like packs crackers and cheese and like little snacks in the bentos. And they're all they all have their like separate compartments. Each kid has a bento box. So when we're pulling snacks and stuff out, we just pull out the bento boxes and hand them out to everybody. And so that's their like thing for the whole flight. And then we'll add like the main meal to that of like the rice and then the nori and the um, salmon and stuff like that. So anyway, food is super important mm, for so us. Good. We all I have like food allergies and stuff, so I can't really eat airplane food. So for us, it's like very entertaining to have a, a nice array of snacks packed. Um, so and that's good. it. That's my, those are my favorite uh, tips for the airplane. So oh. thank you guys so much for joining us for this um, Ask Us Anything episode. And we can't wait to send this around and get more questions from you guys. Um, these episodes will be a little bit shorter than our other mm-hmm. episodes that go on and on and on and on because we can't <laughs> stop talking. We can't and stop talking. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked that I was able to put some of my sentences together, even covered in even uh, weed oil. So. <laughs> All right, guys. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Bye. Bye. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.